What's going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Podunk Podcast presented by Flydown. Of course, we'll go ahead and get our sponsorships out of the way. We're sponsored, of course, presented by Flydown. Check out their gear on the on their website. Also, um, folding feathers. Um, they've got t-shirts, koozies, hats, um, and also uh, somebody that I know you aren't that isn't new to what I do or what I use. Um, houndstooth game calls uh, check them out they have got some of the best calls out there um, all my success due to turkey hunting um, the past couple years has been to them um, so check them out um, can't say enough about them Lyle such a great guy and he cares about his customers more than he cares about his customers money because he wants us to be just successful with the calls um, so definitely check those guys out Today's episode, uh, we're going to have Mr. Ron Jolly um, with Turkeys for Tomorrow. Um, of course, Mr. Ron was on an episode with us here a while back, um, him and Mr. Jeff Sherwood. But we're going to dive a little bit deeper in there. And also, Mr. Jim Ronquist will be on here with us at the same time. Um, they're going to be going digging in deeper to what Turkeys for Tomorrow is and kind of uh, explain to y'all what their what their objective is and what they're going to do with that. Um, so we'll have them on here soon and we'll get things going. And we've got Mr. Jim and Mr. Mr. Ron with us. How are you guys doing? Good, brother. Good better. better than I deserve. I heard that. Well, we'll we'll dive on into this. Um, our topic today is going to be about turkeys for tomorrow. Um, and I'll let y'all go ahead and y'all can kind of give the introduction, whichever one of y'all wants to go first and, and, uh, we can go from there. Talk it out. Uh, I was going to say, you, you go ahead and knock that one out. Okay. Turkey for tomorrow is a, a grassroots organization. We're not a private 501c3. Um, and our main goal is to raise funds to direct towards state agencies, universities, professors, graduate students in their effort to reverse the trend that's declined of wild turkeys. What he said. <laughs> and this is, uh, where, where did all this come about? Um, yeah, I, you've, you've told me the story, and I think we, uh, I don't believe we'd had it put on the podcast uh, the last time, Mr. Ms. Ron, but uh, I guess kind of tell everybody how y'all kind of got the story going because it's a pretty good, cool story of how you told me y'all kind of got everything started. So I'll let them both tell that one. There you go. Um, you, Jolly actually put it together at the front end, so it's probably easy for me to start it off anyway. So back last, about a year ago, roughly, at the NWTF convention in Nashville last year, a lot of folks may or may not know this, but Jolly was inducted into the National Wild Turkey Federation Hall of Fame. So after that, we all went out to eat one night, a bunch of old buddies that hadn't seen each other in, in forever, and was talking and saying, hey, man, we need to, we need to have another get-together after turkey season and, and just swap stories, tell lies, figure out where everybody's been and where they wound up. Jolly put together an event for us to all hang out at the, at the same Wado Plantation in Tuskegee. So we all showed up there, 
cooking crawfish and fishing and just doing the things we do. Uh, one of the things that, that Jolly asked for, and we all agreed, was to have a sit down on Saturday afternoon and talk about state of the wild turkey and all the different parts of the, the country that we hunt and travel to. One of our board members, Mr. Jim Spencer, is a very well-known outdoor writer, especially in the turkey world. Um, he's got a wildlife management degree and just an all-around good hangout. He and his wife, Jill, travel a lot, turkey hunting. Um, and he put together there was like a combined experience of like 500 years of turkey hunting in this building. I don't know if that means we all a bunch of old farts or a bunch of people went turkey hunting, but nonetheless, there was a lot of good thought and input put into it. So never in our wildest dreams did we have the idea that out of that would, would come a new 501c3 nonprofit wildlife organization. But over the course of the summer, as we started wrapping our heads around all these questions people had, and, and one of the things that Charlie did there was went around to everybody's room and asked them, what do you see and, and what are some of the questions you have about our turkey population, which turned into an article that Jolly wrote that I'll let him expand on in just a minute. But we went on and started talking about, well, maybe we just do a social media page. And then, well, maybe it needs to be an identified group so we kind of can carry a little weight. Um, but one thing led to another, and here we are this week just launching our website um, for turkeysfortomorrow.org. So I'm very proud to have been a part of it to this point and hope we can continue to move forward. With that, I'll let Johnny tell you about a story he wrote that's in, a, in publication right now, if, if not you, who? So, Johnny, tell them about your article. Well, the whole idea was to see if I can generate any interest because you know you just don't write a story and send it you got to have somebody buy into it and, um gamekeepers magazine did and so did wildlife trends and i did it two, i did two different versions of it and all it was was just a jim asked he, he explained the, the situation where he hunts in arkansas and he formulated a question that he felt that that question, and he felt that that question was addressed properly, it might solve that problem. So, the, the name of the article was "If Not You, Who," because I've worked for the Alabama State Department of Conservation for 16 years, and I've known through my entire career that hunters are credit for the great wildlife resources we have today because basically we paid for it due to purchase of money and a, and a federal excise tax that we imposed on ourselves I think it was Jim said 1937 and that excise tax generates uh, a pre matching fund for license sales the, the individual states and it's appropriated out by the amount of sale, by the amount of license sold in that state. And that's all a good thing. It's a great thing. But license sales decline. So the, the, the agencies have so much fun to the whole big picture of wildlife management, enforcement, all that. So our goal, and we just decided that 
why go reinvent the wheel and try to create something to go identify problems to try to help fix them or fix them myself when the state agencies already know the problems, have the personnel and equipment, the enforcement, and all that's already in place. So if we can just put more money in their coffers and they get it matched by the matching three one funds, and maybe we can help them do what they particularly want to do anyway, and that's do the best they can for the, for the wildlife, and especially turkeys, and it's exclusively turkeys, the turkeys for tomorrow for our organization. And, and that is something um, it, any hunter can get behind this. Uh, what, is what you guys are trying to do is, is figure out what it is that, you know, is, is contributing to the low numbers in turkeys and trying to fix it. I don't, there, I don't, I don't believe there's a turkey hunter out there, even if they don't believe there's a low number that wouldn't want to get behind something that's going to help the numbers anyways. Um, and like I've told y'all, the idea and everything that y'all have got behind this is something that I think is absolutely amazing in that, like I said, I don't know anybody that would want to get behind it and, and support it. And uh, definitely something, especially the, the state of Alabama, I think something that's real big talk right now, especially with them wanting to, you know, critique the, the season length or the, the, the limit on the turkeys and all. Kind of everybody's kind of trying to figure out what exactly it is that's, you know, making making the numbers go down. Um, so it's something like I said, I I would think any turkey hunter would want to get behind. Um, and it's just a matter of what you know what you guys are doing, stepping up and trying to trying to figure it out. And versus you know everybody that's sitting kicking around and just saying stuff, um, you guys are taking charge and getting to it. And that's kind of the whole point there. We're, we're not trying to compete with anybody. The big thing we want to do is try to, as Jolly said, we want to ask questions. We want to hopefully find some answers. And then as we grow and gain funding, we want to be able to go right straight to a turkey project based in whatever state we're working in where we can identify an issue and put some money towards some boots on the ground, habitat restoration, maybe it's a research project. Whatever it may be, it's something directly enhancing wild turkey. And, uh, when, you get, the, uh, side of, when you get right down to it, that's, that's what we talk about is, is what we want to do, but there's more to it than that. The agencies, there's no pleasure in, in an agency having to reduce your bag limit or your time in the woods. That's just dead opposite of what they want to do. But they are they are the ones charged to, to make those tough decisions. So obviously that's not going to be very popular with, with a big, you know, a lot of people that, that may not understand it, but we, we have to, we have to, we have to take their recommendations to heart because that's, they are trained. They are, they're biologists who spent years and years to, and they don't just go out there and, you know, jump up and down, spin around three times and make that decision. It's a, it's a process. So I say all that to say this. When they, when they make those decisions and it's not a popular one, 
I hope that that we can bring some support for them other than just monetarily because they're doing the hard work and making the hard decisions if people like Ray Ida or Preston Pittman or Jim Spencer or whoever high profile people who been around in the turkey world way back in the day or in the rock stars of the day if they step up and say well I hate it but that's what we got to do and lend support and to that to that agency for, for making that hard decision then it makes it easier for them as well and we'll rally the, the hunters behind them because the more cooperation they get the faster they reach that goal to where they go back to what we call more and and that's and one thing I've always looked at is 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 guys like you that have a platform where you can step up and you got enough people that are that are listening what you're you know what you've got to say and all is something that I not only help hunters you know as far as trying to fix stuff like this but also um, people that's got a platform that can stand up and just just for our hunters' rights anyways um, and you know for for you guys to 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 do that it you know it means the world of to folks like me that can't stand up just, you know, my comment on Facebook, maybe a few people acknowledge it or whatever, but when you've got a bigger voice, that's what helps out a lot. Um, and like I said, we, it's something we, we definitely appreciate. And, and when you've got that kind of power, cause y'all got a great group of guys that, that y'all have starting this and, and a lot of people like, you know, Dave Owens that are, that are behind it and supporting it and putting it out there. Um, it, it does wonders. Um, and, you know, it's just, I think that's something we needed because for the longest time, there wasn't many people that were, there were people that acknowledged that the, that the numbers were going down and, but there really wasn't that big voice to step up and say, Hey, there's something we need to do. We need to put something together to kind of help the state and figure out exactly what's going on. And that's exactly what you guys are doing. So, um, well, it, appreciate that, but it also helps like get the word out. You mentioned like Dave Owens, uh, you know, putting word out, y'all putting word out, giving us a chance to get on your podcast and talk about who we are and, and where we're going is a big help. The more folks that can know about it, the, the more folks that can go to our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you if you have questions, get on and ask. There'll be somebody answering your question for you as reasonably as we can get to it. Um, but the, the more people that know about it and know what we're doing, the better we're going to be. It'll be give us a better opportunity to raise money for the wild turkey resource. And that, let me say, go let ahead. me say, okay, um, when, I, when I said the, the young rock stars, that's the Dave Owens, the you, and guys like that, but in time, you guys are going to be sitting where, where we're sitting, and it's going to be your turn, and then the people who are your age now, you you need to influence those and the traditions and and what's right and wrong. It's not all about killing a turkey. It's about the experience and the romance of, of this great bird that's here for us to, to enjoy to enjoy and hunt and, and to manage and, and make sure it's it's, it's still here. And um, you know that that Jim kind of touched on raising the monies. Um, <clears throat> We've we've been blessed with some some for for Florida with some 
I think some really generous sponsors, and, and they're going to work with us over time, like Pistol Creek Game Calls or Preston Pippen Game Calls or Jaeger Pro and Great Day Outdoors. Those guys believe in in this mission. And there are other great organizations who are doing the same thing. I mean, they're out doing, they're busting it to take care of deer, turkey, and quail, NWTF, Rocky Mountain Out Foundation. All those are doing their thing. And we, we support everything they do. And we would love to just be able to say that we stepped in and we helped the agencies who are the ones who are statutorily required to protect and manage wildlife resources in their state. So, you know, we, we just hope that they can run with it and make their job easier. Exactly. And, and, um, and I'll touch on something. Whenever we did the the podcast with you and, and Jeff, and I had my buddy uh, Taylor and Peyton with me, um, and I and it was kind of some of the stuff we didn't talk about on on air because, like I said, it was still kind of in the making of it and all. But just you know what we talked about then kind of hit me, Taylor and Peyton, as to especially me and and Taylor because we both have sons was having having something for our sons to be able to hunt and be able to enjoy the hunt like we have and and experience all that um i, I just I, I hope and pray i wish everybody could enjoy it i know they you know not everybody won't because not everybody hunts and all but the ones who want and and want to get the opportunity to do that are able to do that and you know at, at, if it means you know us not being able to kill as many as we do every year because we need to shorten the limit or whatever. Uh, at this at this point in time, I, I was kind of the first time I ever heard him talking about shorten the limit. It kind of it kind of got me hurt my feelings a little bit. But looking at it in the long run, I, I want my son to be able to experience this. I want my son to be able to go out and do this. So um, it, it it really opened up our eyes looking at it from that perspective because I guess we were being so selfish just thinking about you know us at this current time, but. You have to think about the future and where it's going to be in, in, in the turkey population 10, 15 years down the road. Hey, hey, amen. And then some, you know, thinking about your son, you want him to have the same opportunities you've had, and you want his sons to be able to do the same, where this is ongoing forever. Um, and to do that, we got to take care of the resource that takes care of us. Exactly, um, and and I want one thing I do want to touch on real quick while I was still up was um, a, a, about the which I know y'all know, named off the sponsors and, and stuff that are helping y'all, but um, kind of how could you know the average guy that's not doesn't have a call company or something but just wants to contribute to it and all? Uh, what's one way they can go and do that? You bet, and go to uh, go to when you pull up the homepage, you'll see a, see a square and a yellow button that says become a partner, contribute. You click that yellow button and you can you can be a partner of ours at several different levels. Uh, from $25 to as much as you want to spend, we've got different levels. Uh, uh, partner, bronze partner, silver partner, gold partner, platinum partner, diamond partner, uh, wherever you want to go. The cool thing about the diamond partner level uh, if someone is, is been blessed enough to do that or to group of folks to get together to do it, whatever, you can 
you can tell us that you want that money to stay in your state. So if it's a group of folks in Alabama um, that donate 25, a $25,000 minimum contribution and they want to earmark that money to stay in Alabama for an Alabama project, it will stay there. Uh, I think that's one of the cooler things about it. Uh, but just, you know, again, go to turkeysfortomorrow.org, look for Become a Partner, contribute, and you can read all about what you can do there. And that that's that's an awesome idea because you could, you know, in my mind, you could you could get a group of guys together and and, and raise funds for something like that and and and, and kind of get folks to donate and do that. And I, shoot, it would it would it would take a good you know a good group of guys to do it, but it's something that could be done. And at the end of the day, you know, you as a group of hunters, you may not even hunt together, but just knowing that that money's going to go back into your state and help your help your birds and help your population and all um that's something i think would be extremely easy to get get a group of guys to go in and donate and, and do something like that so yeah you know there, there, there's lots of ways and, and when you add that with uh, the pitt robinson money the three to one funding so so if you start using simple math i messed it up earlier but uh, if you if we donate a thousand dollars to a state agency they will have had to sign a memorandum of understanding that they have to apply Pitt and Robertson funds, which is a three to one federal aid. So that turns a thousand dollars into four thousand. So that starts giving you some pretty good leverage. So if you took a twenty-five thousand dollar donation and you put that to work along with that uh, Pitt and Robertson deal, you're putting a lot of money towards turkey research. Um, but it doesn't have to be that much. Just whatever you can do. We appreciate it. So, and just know that 8% of every dollar you spend is going to go right straight to working for the wild turkey. We got to be able to operate. We got to keep the lights on. We got to pay the web people. We got to be able to do all that. But past that, nobody here is making any money. We've all put our own money into it to get started, uh, just to kind of get it off the ground. And then, then hopefully we can go from there. But our, our bottom line is helping out the wild turkey. Yeah, and like I said, there, I don't know any turkey hunter alive that wouldn't want to get behind that. Uh, and I and I'd ask a, I, I guess a couple of folks kind of send me in questions and and kind of you know so, some stuff they wanted to answer to kind of figure out about you guys. Um, sure. And this is this is one that comes from a buddy of mine, uh, Lane Williams. Um, he said he was just curious. I guess what resources will will hunter us hunters be able to expect from turkeys for tomorrow basically uh will there be any extensions to help improve habitat um or with you know predation and stuff like that um and i, I guess i'll let you you guys answer that
what's called their wild turkey working group. So they share ideas, they share issues, they make suggestions, and, and they work together. So my my hope, and we've made some inroads in, in Alabama and in Georgia and in Mississippi and in Arkansas and now in Missouri, that, you know, they will let us listen to the issues they identify and advise us to where X number of dollars that we've got would be best spent here or here or here and here, wherever they say is the best. Now, with that comes accountability, and we'll, we'll ask them to, for an itemized report of where that money is spent and regular uh, updates on progress. And what that will allow us to do is file a quarterly, probably report as to where the money has been spent and the progress being made. And that gives us transparency to our contributors. So basically, in a nutshell, for, for simple folks, especially showing where that money went and what it helped to do and seeing seeing where where their dollars are going and and what effect it's having on it is basically what you just said, correct? Yes. Okay. And yes. I mean, it doesn't, it, in my mind, it doesn't get any better than that because there's a bunch of organizations out there that are just take your money and they're not going to show you exactly where the money's going or, or anything like that. And, and that's one thing when you, when you were telling me about this, I think two weeks ago, that was one thing that really, really got me going and got me excited about it because a lot of people want to know and see where it's, where exactly it's going. Um, well, so. let me clear something up for you. Because right now we're doing all this talk and we don't have that kind of money course you know we just don't but we're going to give ourselves some time to accumulate that money and, and try to figure out when we think we got enough to make a difference and then go ask the questions with with the wild turkey working group or that particular state or whoever signs on to, to agree to, to let us work with them um, then we'll pick a date and then we'll apply those funds. And then, you know, we just got to let it, you know, if somebody comes and gives us a $150,000 report, we're going to try to find a place to put that somewhere right now. Uh, there's, this is all brand new. It, you know, three weeks ago or four weeks ago, this was a twinkle in everybody's eye. You know, it was just so what we hoped we could get to this point and, and, and move forward. So, there, there will be some bumps in the road and there'll be some adjustments we have to make as we see this may not work quite as well as that. But as far as dispersal of those funds, when we feel we're up to a significant level, then we're going to try to find some work to put it on the ground. It may not, your money may not stay in your state. That's something that we, and we wanted to do was, you know, every, you know, every dollar raised in Alabama State in Alabama or vice versa. But then what happens if somebody sends you fifty dollars from California? That's all you got from California. That's not going to do anybody good in California. That won't. That's not it. So we we decided to make that threshold at twenty five thousand 
because if somebody in California wants to get 25000 heck yeah, we're going to find out how to help them with their turkeys with it. Uh, of course, and um, I, get, I, I should have been a little bit more clear of that, but I, and of course it is something that's in the, like y'all are saying, it's something that's just beginning, something's fresh, but um, just giving giving an idea of what what y'all are trying to do and what's you know what what the mission is, um, but like in, like I said, in my mind, I, I I think it's something that y'all are gonna have a lot of a lot of success with. At least I I hope so because it's better than anything that's that's on the table right now. Because there's not you know y'all are one of the main ones I'm seeing really stepping out and and, and doing something like this and but I. Like I said, in my mind, I think it's something that's going to be really good and really beneficial, especially like I was saying, bottom line for for the wild turkey. Um, and I, I hope it's something that people are going to get behind because it's definitely something that that's needed. Whether it's the state of Alabama, Mississippi, because um, there's folks from Alabama that go to Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky, you know, wherever traveling, anywhere you can you can help that population. I think it's something that's going to benefit. Um, you bet. So. I'd like to also ask folks, as Charlie kind of mentioned, we're brand new. Um, you know, we, we just started thinking about this in the summer. We just was able to launch our website this past week. So we're brand new. Um, there's going to be some bumps in the road. Uh, we just ask that y'all grow along with us and give us time to get there. And, and when we get there, we're going to do some good. We're going to help out some turkeys. Um, that, but I do ask that y'all be patient with us. Y'all give us time. Help support us. Help spread the word It didn't get to where it is 
and, and then you get to where it was in the heyday in the 90s and early 2000s and weep or a year or five years, it just kept going and going and going. And it won't get back there. We were way better off than it was when I was a kid because, you know, there's still a lot more turkeys in this country than there were 40 years ago or whatever it was. But putting it back, it's, it's going to take a concerted effort and it's not something that's going to be done overnight. And the agencies are going to be there long after me and Jimbo are gone. What? And it's it's called turkeys for tomorrow, not turkeys for today. So it's not like you're saying it's not it's not a quick fix. I mean, it's something that's a like how Nick Sam said it's a process. It's something that you know that that's gonna it may take some time, but in the long run, it's gonna be something that's good. And I and I hope the state agencies don't look at it as something like oh these guys are coming in you know trying to trying to do our job or something like that. It's just some extra help. Um, there's, you know, the, the way I look at it, any time you can get some help, you should always take it. Um, especially in something, uh, uh, people trying to help you fund research and stuff like that for, for certain things like that, like turkey population. I, I, I hope they, I hope every single agency looks at it like that instead of, you know, like I said, these guys are trying to, trying to do our job or make us do our job, stuff like that and, and kind of come on board. It's a process, and, and we'll get there. I have all the confidence that we'll get there. Just again, it's going to take time and, and cooperation. That'll be a big part, you know, the cooperation of, of folks, people, turkey hunters, other groups. Um, just we all got to work together to get where we want to go. You know, if you look back in history, and I'm sure you're up to speed with how. We, we brought the wild turkey back from almost extinction to the to the highs of, like Johnny said, the, the 90s and early 2000s. We can get there again. We just got to figure out that new roadmap. And things have changed since then. A lot has changed even since 2000. So we just got to figure that back out and get back on it, and we'll get there. And and I believe it. And I, I remember I, I started turkey hunting probably what I can remember probably from I guess 98 or so um just the 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 number of turkeys you'd hear on just small tracts land you'd hear five or six turkeys on 30 acres and now you're lucky to hear you know one or two and and it's it's changed a lot I don't I I just I would like my kid to be able to like I said experience that and that's something the whole goal behind it is to is to keep the population like it was and I'd love for my kid to be able to go and experience what I did in the in the 90s and 2000s and and go from there which i don't think we're uh, i know it's it's not as good as it once was but it's not exactly bad so we have something we can kind of work with and, and boost it up because we're not trying to bring them off the the brink of extinction but help it pad it and a lot of the people that you know sit there and say oh it's not down it's what they think it is and everything well it's, that's not the case for for every single county or every single part of the state and if you can get behind that and realize that, you know, any any kind of help. It does, I I don't care if I've got if I've got five turkeys on one piece of property. I'd love to have ten, as as many turkeys as I can have on that piece piece of property would make me that much happier. So, um, like I said, I hope it, I hope it's something everybody can get behind. I think they will. 
Um, but and like you're saying, it's not something that's just a quick fix. It's going to take time. It's going to take take a lot of effort out of a lot of people and patience with it. But it's something that's a great idea and something that we definitely need. So you got another one of those questions? Um, let me see here. I know somebody had asked about. Let's see. Um, a buddy of mine had asked about. Um, man, I forget, I forget what it's called. Um, dang. <laughs> I forget. It was in, a, his question was in a post and I kind of answered it in a message and I forgot, but let's see here if I can pull it up on my, on my Facebook. This ain't, yes, yeah, still going. I should have, I should have had all these wrote out on a piece of paper. There you go. That's what that's why you're gonna edit it, right? I'll 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 do my best to edit it, and because I've kind of figured I've got it figured out a lot more than what I. Well, here it is. I can pull it up right here. Um, they were asking if it was the four hundred one C three, which I think you'd you'd answered that um, a good bit. Or thank you. You'd answer that if it, if if the organization is five hundred one three or C three. Excuse me. Yep, that's that is correct. So when, when you when you make a contribution of, of any amount, you will be generated an email that serves as receipt for your tax deductible tax deductible contribution. And as you as you look at the partner levels, there's some some things that went to decals, if you do this, or car tag, if you do that, or a cap, or whatever, those orders are automatically generated. And um, we're not, we're not going to have a warehouse. We're not going to have an office building. I wish we could, maybe someday, but um, we kind of got it worked out. So we, I think we can get around this craziness with COVID and, and maybe get this thing going and, and not have to, you know, do like we all love to do, and that's bunch up in a wad and talk turkeys. Can't do that much nowadays, so we hope this will get us there. No, and I hope, I hope in the new future we can get get all this past us and be able to to come into a, a group and and be able to discuss that because I think that's when the most of your good ideas come together is, is when you got a few guys that can sit there and talk and, and kind of throw ideas. In fact, like uh, you were telling me, y'all are sitting around talking and throwing ideas. Well, well, you know, what is it? Is it predators that are doing it? Is it, you know, hunters? And then um, you mentioned one guy mentioned something about, you know, when you're dove hunting, you shoot a dove and it hits the ground, you go pick it up and set it down there next to you. The next thing you know, it's covering them in, in fire ants. Um, just you know, little things like that come come to the surface and and kind of figure it out and and and, and go from there. Um, I did. There was one other question I had. Um, somebody had, had asked, "What was y'all's I guess views and thoughts on on predator removal?" Um, and they said something kind of you know that's something that doesn't get doesn't get brought up as much with the NWTF, which. Like y'all were saying, is y'all not y'all aren't anything that's against NWTF? Y'all big in NWTF um, supporters and all that, but just something they had asked. Well, the, the 
possums. Those kind of animals are, are regulated by state laws when you when you trap. Um, they used to say that, that a, a certain research project won't change that opportunity to take them out at different times of years if, if you feel like that they need to be. Uh, but the, there again, only the state agencies and the legislatures can, can change the law. Legislatures change the laws. Um, the, the, the agencies propose changes, and there again, the legislatures have to approve them, and then the agency implements it. So, you know, it, it just makes perfectly good sense to me that the focal point in, in turning this around are the agencies because they're already engaged in it and, and they're the only ones who can can uh, enforce it uh, and propose these changes to that we all need to follow to get back to where we need to be and i don't and i don't know if this if if this had had anything to do with with the turkey population or anything but i know the state of alabama here I don't know, within the last two or three years had had come up with they allow you to, to, to shoot coons year-round or kill them year-round whether I guess trap or treeing them or you know however, however else you go about getting them um, so that's I think that's one good thing about the state of Alabama they did I know a lot of coon hunters they they frown upon it but um, as far as you know getting nest predator stuff like that I think coon and possum you can kill year round here in Alabama. Of course, you still have your limit, but you can you can kill them year round. I did not know that. They, um, well, I, I, like I said, I forget exactly when they done it, but I want to I want to say coon and possum. You can kill them both year round here in Alabama. Because I know during, uh, when I used to coon hunt during the they they were in season like the same amount of time as as squirrel and rabbit. Um, and during summertime, you couldn't shoot them out. You could just shine them, or you could still coon, you know, run your dogs and everything, but you couldn't shoot them out. And then about I don't know, two maybe three years ago, they made it where you can kill them year round. Yeah, it shows on shows on their website. Coon, possum, open season. So yeah, so that's well, yeah, anything you can do where legal to reduce the amount of nest predators on your property is a, is a is a benefit to wild turkeys and quail and all the other ground nests and birds. Uh, yeah, any um, and they, I, a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are doing it to get them from eating up their their corn and everything because it's so bad on on corn feeders and corn pile and stuff like that during deer season. Um, I think that's one thing that's going to help. But you know, as a turkey hunter, you should you should want to try to kill them anytime you can because they're they're if you think about it, you 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 know in a trail camera picture you may have you know five to ten in a picture you don't you're not thinking about the ones that are roaming around the woods that ain't in front of the camera um so i mean they're 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 something that that really in my opinion coons possums and and even crows something that people don't think about they go in there and 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 mess up those and that's something that you can do and it doesn't take that much money to to throw into and help, but like I said, it's it's just something we can all do to do our part and, and kind of help with. But with with what y'all are doing, as far as as, as like I said, donating and helping y'all, y'all are going to the next level, trying to get the state 
or, and or trying to help the state as far as figuring out exactly what it is that are making these turkeys numbers go down that's that's really what's going to help us when you got people that are that's their job that's what they're doing every day trying to figure it out that that's really what's going to help us can't argue with that yes sir but um and i i didn't have a whole lot of people i don't know whether they didn't just see my post but that was about all the all the questions i had um as far as them but um i don't know if there's anything else y'all wanted to kind of hit on with it or or you know if y'all had anything else y'all wanted to say and, and, and kind of contribute to it i do uh, you know one thing that we haven't touched on is the sheer number of people hunting turkeys today i've heard that's said six million people hunting turkeys so there's plenty plenty of fertile ground for everybody to to garner support um i want i would love to get everybody that hunts hunts these great birds to buy in to the to the future of them and and try to help you know make them for tomorrow absolutely have them tomorrow so join the nwtf i mean the nwtf does great things contribute to tft and we're going to try to do something that that's a little out of bounds with nwtf but Who's to say we can't work together with your, with you know all the organizations that do care about turkeys? It's just we just we just got an idea that we think is is a great approach from from people who care about turkeys to the people who can take who can actually implement a plan and make change. And and looking at it, so you got. You, what you're saying, six million people that that turkey hunt. Heck, if they donated ten bucks, that's a that's that's a ton of money. That would that's that, a ton. That, that that would help us out. I mean, it's like you're you know we discussed the uh, donating twenty five thousand dollars or whatever. I mean, but if you like like y'all said earlier, if you give what you can, and there's six million people that turkey hunt, and they give ten dollars. Shoot, that's 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 a ton of money. So that'll put, that'll put a bunch of bottles. And, and professors that be like the, the pack of bagels after the rabbit. They would have the wherewithal to go get it done. You bet. And I just kind of looked, I just did a Google search while we were talking. I don't, this was as of April 15th, 2019. Uh, a site in turkeyandturkeyhunting.com. Uh, this is 2.5 million hunters pursue wild turkeys in the United States. Um, if each one of those donated ten bucks, that's a lot. Just think what we could do with that. Yeah. And it's, Wait a minute. So it's two point five million. That's that's the I just Google searched it and this is I uh, just the first thing come up, um, and I will cite um looks like that was from Turkey turkeyhunting dot com. How many turkey hunters are there in the United States? And they, they are saying as of, this is 2019, so this is almost two years old. 2.5 million hunters pursued wild turkeys in the United States. Well, that number was way up on the COVID year. That might be what I was voting. Yeah, I, I know last year there was a whole bunch more, and I don't know that those numbers are out yet. Um, 
either way, it's still a lot of things. American hunters. It's grown tremendously in the last 20 years. Yeah, and if there is, they say the turkey population nationwide is like 6 million birds. We'll, we'll, we'll just use that 6 million number just as an arbitrary number. If we've got 6 million turkeys and 6 million turkey hunters, and say half of that population are hen, how's that going to work? No. In the long term. So that's, those are answers we got to ask and see how, of course, you know, then you go back to only 10% of the turkey hunters shoot 10% of the turkey, 100% of the turkeys harvested. But we got to think about that as we move forward. Back to these different game and fish agencies having to make tough decisions for the future. Because look, I ain't gonna quit turkey hunting. I might just have to go yep him up and take his picture. But I ain't gonna quit, you know. So um, I don't think nobody else is either. But we got to make sure what we're doing is viable for the long term best of the resource. Well, and you've also got to think it like this, even if. You know, say I, I go get my limit, I, I've, I've got plenty of friends and people knocking down my door wanting to kill turkeys that I'll find somebody. We can go, we will go and I'll call the turkey up for them to kill. And there's, you know, there's a good bit of people that are like that. Um, you do have the people that are going to, that, that will shoot over the limit, which I hope, you know, that's something I don't, I certainly don't support or anything, but it happens. You've got to, you know, you got to think about that too, but it's, like I said, it's something that we've all got to wake up and realize that it's something that we've got to sit here and figure out exactly. You know, the hunter, yeah, we do affect the turkey. There's other things that go into it too, but as far as turkey hunters, we do affect that number just as much as the predators and, and other things that go into fact to it as well. Because um, like I said, I, yeah, I'm, if it come down to it, yeah, I'd still go out there, yelp him up, take a picture of him or, you know, whatever, but at the same time, if you've got people that's got tags left, and yeah, I'm going to take them and, and still get experience it too, and kind of get my fix on it because it's just you, you know you got people that are just that obsessed with wanting a turkey hunt and, and and that that on fire about doing it that that's what happens. One thing that that I think, especially in Alabama, is the constant the guys in, in Alabama struggle with getting accurate data through game check. Um, and so, if you start putting pressure on your buddies and they'll do it right, make sure they report them because they're making decisions off the data, data, whatever you say, I say data, off the, the data that they receive through game check. So, if half the people are, are killing the turkey don't report them, then the model's broke. So, we can do things as, as ethical hunters to encourage people to do little things like report your harvest, report your observations if they ask for it, because they, they base their regulations and their recommendations on, on bag limits and, and length of season and stuff on those numbers. So the more accurate the information they have, the better decision they can make. And that's, that, that is exactly right and that's one thing is I, I hope everybody's being you know being right with what they're what they're reporting and doing the right thing because it's not just we're trying to keep you from killing that that many turkeys or or you know try just being as honest as you can because like you're saying that number goes into 
okay, well, this is how many turkeys we have left. This is what we need to do for the population and all. It's not just something to keep you from having fun as far as, you know, if you kill five turkeys, that's that's great. You don't have to be somebody that beats your chest, oh, I killed 20 turkeys a year. I'm I'm not going to look at you any better than somebody that killed three. It's, it's, a, it's looking at this, I still want this to be around when my kids here, my grandkids, that's the way I'm looking at it. And, and there's a lot of people that I guess beat their chest and say, Oh, I killed, I killed 10 or 12 turkeys this year by myself. Well, yeah, well I killed the same amount, but there were people that I took and, and, and let them experience it. I just didn't hog it to myself. And if people, you know, actually look at it and see it through that way, I think it'd do a lot better. Amen, buddy. So, but you know, a lot, a, a lot of this what's going to go a long way is, is us thriving ourselves too. Um, you know what's going on in your in your block of woods. <laughs> if you know you got six turkeys, you sure don't need to go kill five of them. So that's a, a me and a me and a friend of mine, Robbie Elliott, said the same exact thing. It's it's looking at the eyes that. This is the future. This is what's going to help us. This is what's going to leave turkeys for our kids and grandkids to hunt. Um, even if you don't have kids and grandkids, this is what, you know, future people are going to be able to do. Um, I don't, you know, a lot of people kind of, I don't know, they don't, they don't, they don't look at it that way. Even, you know, especially people that don't have kids, you know, this is something that, you know, may keep, may keep a kid off the streets from doing drugs because he's, out here hunting and following turkeys because I promise you if you're a true turkey hunter you ain't got time to be on the streets doing drugs and everything because you're spending all your money and time on dang turkeys <laughs> you're exactly right because <laughs> I don't exactly I, right. I can't find I can't find the time to barely be able to go to work and 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 do enough turkey hunting that I that I'd want to do so uh, well but well let's uh we sure appreciate you giving us a chance to uh to get on here and talk about who we are and what we're doing. Thank you for the opportunity, Sai. Well, I, I, I thank y'all for letting me do it because it's something that's that's new and upcoming. I think it's going to be great and it's got a lot of people's attention. So maybe they'll they'll you know listen more to what I had to say on my podcast because I sure hope to to get with more of you guys uh, that's on the board and everything and and, and get them on here and kind of explain how they feel and what they what they think about it and and go from there. So. Well, we'll keep you posted as we go, and, and I'll just go with like, like, like. I don't understand all that. They tell me it's a good thing. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, I, I I can't think anything better out there for them right now than than, than what y'all are doing. So it's uh, it's it's got me excited. I'm I I, I love telling people about it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stand it after you sent me kind of the website and everything and everything going on. I said, man, I cannot wait for people to see this. I cannot wait for them to, to see what's going on. So. Well, thank you, sir. Just keep sending them and we'll keep trying to do what we can to keep them entertained. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Cy, when you get this done, if you could send us a link so we can help promote, promote us and your show. I'll uh, I'll definitely do that. And I'm gonna um I'll uh I may have sent you for a request. I'm not sure. I kind of went down through the board members and was trying to find people that were on Facebook and all and 
and send them a friend yeah, request. I, I so, try to hit you from my personal Instagram, and then also from TFT. If I, I got to get it separated out, so I get confused. So anyway. It's all there. <laughs> we'll get it. Oh yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out how to get my my podcast podcast Instagram to hook up with my podcast on Facebook. Every time I post on my podcast Instagram, it goes to my personal Facebook. But I'm gonna get it figured out sooner or later and and have it all intact. But um, like I said, any of this, you know, whether it's just on my little B thing or on y'all's, but I'll definitely send y'all a link so y'all can post it out there. But any kind of, any kind of, uh, any kind of, you know, Facebook or, or any kind of social media time with this being out there, I think it's a good thing. So, yeah, but, but you just get it you better at it than I am. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I was pretty good at on, on Facebook and all, but trying to get it all. Figured out under one roof is it's bothering me, but I'm gonna get some help and get it figured out. So yeah, I'm if you find that right guy, let me know. Man, I, when I turn mine on, I, I got to figure out just who I am. Just a minute, you know. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, I'm gonna I'll hit this little stop button. That's it. We only had three more minutes left before I had to do another segment, but um, we'll get it out there and get it get it for everybody. 